It's the weekend, baby. It's a Friday edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. We're going to be talking about an outlook for the basketball game tonight as the Sun Devils go against the Washington Huskies. We're also going to go ahead and take a look at our our betting odds, our predictions, what we're looking for in that game. And then we got another body in the secondary for the Arizona State Sun Devils defense. How is that going to shape out? Me and Connor discuss right here on the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. You are Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to a Friday edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bradshaw, joined always by my good friend Connor Dreos. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, as always, to this free and available on every platform podcast, whether that's Spotify, Odyssey, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, pretty much wherever you get your podcasts, we're there and available Monday through Friday. We also are in video platform on YouTube. If you want to go ahead and subscribe, like the video, Give us a share, give us a comment, all that good stuff. Please, we are absolutely looking to grow that, and we'd be so happy to have you guys tag along with us and see our beautiful faces. You can follow myself on Twitter at RichieBrads36. You can follow Connor at Cedrios, and you can follow the page at LO underscore Sundevils. Connor, it's a beautiful, beautiful Friday, and I already messed up by saying that we're looking at the game tonight when this is the Friday edition. (laughs) <laughs> the game is tonight. Me and Connor actually record on Thursdays to prepare ourselves for the next day. And unfortunately, the game's tonight, not tonight, as in when you're listening to this on Friday. So thank you so You'll much. You'll be fine accordingly. Don't worry review. about it. Yeah, no. Uh, it, that one-star review is totally coming our way, and I think we deserve it. So with that being said, we're actually going to go straight into the basketball talk. So Connor, ASU is getting ready to face off against the Washington Huskies last night. <laughs> so we we are here to talk about a brief preview of the game. There's some betting lines that we're going to go over. And more importantly, we're talking about what we're looking for. And at the top of that list, Connor, has to be a win. We're looking for a win. Yeah, we are over the river and now back into the woods as we head to Washington. But Grandmother's house. Yeah, grandmother is not going to help you during this game. We have to go to Washington it's just you're through this this thick stretch where you had to play five straight games against top twenty five teams, and it feels like you're you're over the hump, which is kind of true, right? You only have one more game against a ranked opponent for the rest of the season. That's going to be against UCLA February twenty first. That doesn't mean you don't have quality opponents remaining, right? If you kind of break up the the Pac twelve into tiers. It really feels like it's your top three, right? Even though Oregon is ahead of USC after beating them, where you're going to have the California schools and then Arizona. And then behind them is probably Oregon. And really, like, there's only about three or four bad basketball teams I would highlight in the Pac 12, Arizona State being one of them. Hey, hey, being one of That's fair. But you still have teams like um, like Oregon State. No, you still have, thank God we don't have U of A anymore. You still have uh, like Oregon State later on your uh, your schedule this year. I'm trying to remember who else we are behind. Uh, you have Utah and then Cal as well. Uh, but that's only three of your games. Only three, right? So you don't necessarily get to play them uh, multiple times between now and then. 
Stanford is sitting ahead of you in the standings at 14 and nine overall, seven and six in the conference, while we are at seven and 14 and three and eight overall in the conference. Not an unwinnable game. We'll kind of talk about maybe some of the, the betting odds as we get into this and maybe some of our predictions. But Richie definitely capped it off, right? They need a win, right? After we finished going through this tough stretch of those five games, you can't really make excuses at all, right? For some of the opponents that they might have played before, it was, well, the lack of quality that we have going up against the opponent, pretty understandable why you can't win. Washington might be a better team than we are. That being said, there's just, if ASU wants to be able to compete, there's just no excuse. They have to do it now, starting with Washington. 100%. And this feels like a team that we should be able to beat, Connor. I mean, this isn't a great team, but it's not it's not a terrible team. They're just, right. they're, they're rock solid. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of their players. And they got a superstar kid that we'll talk about here in a little bit. But this should be a winnable game. And if you're serious about turning your season around and you want to capitalize on a huge win that you had against UCLA. And unfortunately you didn't get any of the other wins, but honestly, we weren't really expecting you to win those games anyways. So if you want to capitalize on strong performances that you've been able to put up recently, whether it was consistently for 440 minutes is not necessarily the truth. However, there have been really good spurts, Connor, and you got to be able to put it together for a full 40 minutes. And you got to be able to show it off against teams that, are beatable like the, Washington is one of those teams where I look at them and I'm like you know what ASU should should have a chance especially if if DJ Horn can start hitting his shots again I mean we win quite a few of those games that we played really close it's just a matter of having everybody on the right page we don't need DJ Horn to be hot we don't need him shooting 60 70 percent but we need him to be a more consistent and more reliable shooter, especially with the way that Marion Jackson's been playing. We need Kamani Lawrence to step up like he normally does. You just need a complete showing from your team right now, wherever you are on the court. It doesn't matter if you're deep or if you're inside the paint or anywhere in between. We just need you to be consistent shooters. And I feel like that's one of the biggest things that's been holding us back as of late is you just don't have, you don't have enough guys who are consistently consistent for you. Right. And you bring in the consistency and getting DJ Horn kind of back to where he was early on in the season. If he kind of comes back and starts playing well, like if you don't necessarily have other guys behind him, who knows if Marion Jackson is going to continue his streak as of late, uh, same with, like a, yeah. with, with like a Jalen Graham, like there there's just teams where there's times where you can kind of, you can still win games. If maybe your best player doesn't play up to par, that's just not the case for Arizona State. So DJ Horn definitely has to be able to, using a basketball term here, has to be able to rebound, right, and get back to where he was ah, before. I see what you did uh, there. Very talking, about some of the, <laughs> talking about some of the players for Washington, that star player that you mentioned earlier, uh, guard Terrell Brown, sorry, Terrell Brown Jr. is averaging 22 points per game. 22. Now he's not necessarily shooting great from deep, shooting only 24.3%. Uh, but he's got a field goal percentage of 46, which is obviously very solid, shooting 70, almost 76% of his free throws. Um, so he's very active for this Washington team. And it's a pretty steep drop-off after him. After Brown, who's scoring 22 points per game, it's Emmett Matthews scoring 11.1. So really, the, the name of this game is stopping Brown. And even if you can't hold him, right, if you can bring him down to 12, 13, 14 points, just less than what he's providing you, if you can kind of if you can do that, that's going to be the key to this game, right? It, Washington yes. is is a very solid basketball team, not unbeatable. The key to that is starting with uh, Terrell Brown Jr. 
Yeah, and I mean, like I kind of alluded to before, and as you clearly have illustrated for us, this this guy is a superstar in the Pac-12. Averaging over 22 points a game is just ridiculous in the college basketball world. And for him to be doing that, and Connor, put it in perspective, that's really close to averaging a third of what Arizona State as a team puts up. That's insane that you're going to have to go up against a guy who can just put points up in in just ridiculous numbers. And this is where you need the consistency from everyone else because ASU doesn't have a 22-point shooter on their team. They have plenty of uh, – you just said the other kid's name and I can't remember. Uh, their second leading sword. Yes, thank you, Emmett Matthews. We have a lot of Emmett Matthews who are averaging 11, 12, 13 points a game. We just need them to all be doing that. You can't have only one player show up for this game, especially when there's someone on the other side of the court who can outscore all of your top scorers. And this isn't to say, like, you need to shut him down. It almost feels one of those classic, you can't stop him, you can only hope to contain him kind of situations. So you're really hoping that that ends up being the case for last night's game. As we're previewing this, and we'll be able to go over this in more detail on Monday. So let's go ahead, take a quick break. When we return, we're going to go ahead and continue breaking down this game. But first, we have a short message for you from our good friends over at BetOnline. So BetOnline has you guys covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football continues its march through the playoffs, right to the big game, and now just a couple days on this Sunday. BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just football. BetOnline has up-to-the-minute info on pro and college hoops, NHL, boxing, UFC, along with live real-time updates of current games. Don't want to take advantage of all the amazing new offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline, where the game starts. Yeah, and speaking of the Super Bowl, it is Super Week brought to you guys by GetUpside. And there's no better place to get coverage of the big game than the Locked On NFL podcast. Locked On Bengals and Locked On Rams are also in L.A. all week covering the big game. So if you guys are big Super Bowl fans, make sure you check out those podcasts. Get all the information you need. I know that I certainly am, even as a Ravens fan, listening to everything because I want to be ready for this game. So definitely make sure you're checking those out. But in the meantime, let's go ahead and continue talking basketball, Connor. There's, there's as, as I have already talked about, and we're going to go into more depth here, we need – we need guys to be consistent. I think it starts, I'm going to shock you. I think it starts with Marion Jackson. I think he needs to continue the hot streak that he's on right now. And he needs to be one of our top scorers because we, he has found a groove. He truly Agreed. is starting to come into his own after really struggling right out the gate for the Sun Devils. He's starting to figure things out. He's getting more comfortable on the court. He's, he's becoming our Terrell Brown to a lesser extent, obviously, but he's becoming that reliable scorer for us where it feels like even in an off night, we're getting 15 points out of Marion Jackson. So I think that, that the game plan needs to start with getting Marion Jackson good opportunities. So obviously we don't want him taking all the hero shots that he normally does, but he's going to, it's like, it he just, takes a lot it, of volume. So he does. And that's Okay. We just need him to stay in his groove, stay jiggy with it and what he's been doing because clearly he's having really good success with it right now. 
Yeah, and if you're looking over the, like, just based on pure numbers, now the last five games have kind of altered what Arizona State has done offensively and defensively uh, over the, like, for their their total points, right, whether it's offense, defense, whatever it might be. Washington and, and ASU are not necessarily the two best scoring teams. Arizona State comes in second to last, scoring just over 64 points per game, while Washington sits at seventh uh, at 70 points per game. Uh, going to essentially their uh, their scoring margin, Utah's or sorry, uh, Washington's only um, essentially is losing their games by just under two. Arizona State's losing their games just under uh, six, so still pretty close there. Uh, in terms of overall field goal percentage, you have uh, Arizona State and Washington essentially dead last in the Pac-12, uh, shooting each at about forty percent. Arizona State shooting essentially at like just under thirty-nine, so not necessarily very glowing of this Arizona State team. Not so, great, Bob. Not great at all. Um, scoring defense, Washington allows essentially the second to last amount of, uh, or I, I should say second most amount of points, uh, just under 72 points per game, while Arizona State's allowing just under 70. Now I will say it feels like based on some of the teams they've gone up against as of late, just due to the level of cop defense, um, points per game has suffered just a little bit, right? And an example of that 91-point game, uh, against Arizona is going to do that to you. So I, I think that number defensively for Arizona State is a little bit better than the, what that might indicate. But two offenses going at each other tonight that aren't incredibly efficient and two defenses at least by the numbers that don't scream defensive efficiency while I will defend Arizona State at least a little bit. Uh, this is, is where you got to win the game. Like it, it sounds so incredibly stupid and simple just to say it this way. But you got to limit some of the turnovers, score as high or as efficiently as you can, right? But it's not going to take Arizona State shooting 50% as a team. It's probably not, right? And that's how they kind of, that's how they uh, hung with some of these games, uh, shooting either 30, like 50% from deep uh, in some of these halves. They don't necessarily have to do that against the Washington. Keep Terrell Brown in check. Do what you need to do. Stop committing. You're, you're going to at least commit turnovers, but if you can at least limit some of those mistakes, you should be able to take care of Washington even on their own home court. 100%. So to recap, we need Marion Jackson to continue playing in his group. We need to find a way to limit Terrell Brown. We need to play as close to mistake-free basketball as we possibly can. We cannot continue to give them more opportunities, Connor. I think the last big thing here, limit the penalties, man. I, I know the refs seemingly, and this is victim mentality, so just bear with me. It seems like the refs consistently have it out for us, but you can't play the super aggressive basketball that ASU seems to play sometimes. Like it just, there, there needs to be a healthy mix of playing conservative and playing aggressive without getting to a point where you're committing all these all these fouls and you're putting Washington on the line because that's where we've been killed over yep. the last month is you're just putting these guys on the line so much. And even if they're not making them, what happened? Was it Stanford or USC where we put them on the line like 40 times? Might've been that first game against USC. Might've that's been. what I was thinking. Yeah. It was ridiculous. And I'm not saying that that's something that happens every single game, but you can't have a night like that especially if God forbid you're putting Terrell Brown on the line that often, he's going to put up the points, man. What'd you say, Connor? He's a 76% shooter on the line. Like just about. Yeah. No. That, 
those those are the opportunities that you cannot allow the Washington Huskies to have. So let's have some fun talk now. Connor and I were nice enough, and I should I should give more credit to Connor was kind enough to go ahead and look up some lines for this game. Please fill fill us all in, Connor. Arizona State on the road is an underdog by only one and a half, Richie. Only one and a half. It's really not that bad. Uh, I'm going to give this away right away. Uh, I'm going to be taking Arizona State's cover in this game and actually picking up a green here. I think Arizona State needs it desperately, even though I know Washington's coming off a loss of their own. Uh, both teams are, are looking to strive and, and climb the ladder in terms of uh, their overall Pac-12 standing. So it's not that Arizona State just it needs it more. Both teams need it. Who's going to want it more? But I will be taking Arizona State to be covering one and a half here, and it sounds like you're doing the same. Honestly, I almost want you to do the opposite because it feels like Arizona State does better when our own Connor Drios is doubting them. But I doubt them all the time, so I'm not sure how true that is. Yeah, uh, you're, as far as you're not wrong. <laughs> as far as the yes, over under, over under for this game is interesting. It, it sits at 137 and a half. Their scoring offenses don't average that many points per game. However, their defenses on average give up more points than that per game. Woo! So it's a very it's a very fine line there. Uh, assuming Arizona State's defense comes a little bit more to play versus what they've done as of late, I think I'm going to be taking the under on this, and I really think I'm going to be sweating that one out. I, I do think that one will be close. We'll see, man. I think there's a lot of really good uh, betting opportunities, and maybe our good friends should check out Bet Online for any of those lines as well. But it just it feels like it's going to be either – Vegas knows what they're talking about or Vegas has no clue what they're talking about. It feels like this will be a close game or it's going to be a blowout. I don't think it's going to be one of those decided within 10 points. I think it's decided within five or it's decided within like 15. We'll see about that. I, I, I think unless Arizona state just can play as hot as they did an example against like a, a U of a right where they're off to that 14 to one start. Um, I'm not sure I see Arizona state just blowing Washington out of the water. Um, yep. We're looking for some of the consistency, right? Playing two complete halves, beating. I, I don't want to not say they're a quality opponent because they're they're better than us overall, uh, but they're they're certainly not the worst of the Pac-12. So need to take care of business one game at a time, starting against Washington. Uh, excited for Arizona State to take the court tonight. Or I should perfectly. say as of last night. Worded almost perfectly. perfectly. Yes, almost perfectly. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I We've both made that mistake at this point, so... The viewers, again, just go ahead and uh, add us on Twitter. Myself at RichieBrads36, Connor at CDreos, and the podcast at LO underscore Sun Devils. All right, let's go ahead, go to our final break. When we return, we got to talk about a new defensive back coming to the Sun Devils secondary. But first, I got to talk to you guys about our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar this year. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but that's not going to be the case this year. I'm sticking to my resolution of eating right, thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not even really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. If you guys haven't heard of Built Bar Puffs yet, then you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow bars. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors from yummy cinnamon churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie, and more. They're all so good. These are going to be your new favorite. They're all covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, that includes the puffs. Low calorie, high protein. 
replace your candy bars with these. They're better. And typically a candy bar can be anywhere from two to 300 calories. Check this out. Built Bar, only 130 calories. Four grams of sugar, four net carbs, 17 grams of protein. You'll be blown away on the macros chart. Compare these to a candy bar and you clearly are having a much healthier option with Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, Connor. Let's go ahead and talk some ASU football like we love to do so much. ASU has landed another transfer player, seemingly where they make their bread and butter. This time in the form of Tariq Luckett. And what an interesting situation that Luckett has gone through. So, Connor, Luckett coming out of high school was actually recruited to be a wide receiver for the Colorado Buffs. So, a guy who's familiar with the Pac-12. Unfortunately for him, it didn't end up working out. He didn't get on the field very much for the Buffaloes. Ended up transferring to, oh my goodness, uh, junior college, right? Yes. Uh, Cisco college, which I believe is in Texas. Yeah. Something like okay. that. So the Cisco college Wranglers, he actually has himself a pretty rock solid year there. Rex up 22 tackles, uh, forced fumble, recovered a fumble and also picked off two passes. I, I don't remember if I mentioned, but he trans translated from wide receiver to uh, defensive back. So he's he's got that tenacity and the fluidity down, and hopefully that's going to continue to translate as he becomes more and more successful at the position. But Connor, how we'll start off with this. How do you feel about this new transfer being added to the team? There is a certain bias that comes from it, at least me. I don't know about our, our other listeners. Getting players that might not be coming directly from a Power 5 school feels a little concerning, right? At the end of the day, we have to question with every move, is ASU getting quality or quantity? Because every player that they're they're getting through the transfer portal is not going to be quality, right? So some of these guys are being brought in to be depth pieces. They're brought in to be competition. If they excel from what they thought they could be, that's great. And and we know nothing about what Tariq uh, can do for this team, but for a team that is sorely lacking, uh, essentially really bodies at the cornerback position, not even just quality, but bodies, it can't hurt, right? So I, I can't sit here and say that that I'm just so absolutely pumped up for it. Uh, but at the same time, it's nice to know that they're at least trying to address it. Um, it's going to work itself out once they start having practices and deciding essentially who is the best of the best, who's going to be the starting two uh, outside guys, maybe who's going to be the starting inside guy. There's there's plenty of opportunity for, uh, for Tariq to come in and make uh, a name for himself on this team. So I, I, I'm not going to sit here and say like, we just landed exactly what we needed through the transfer portal. It kind of feels like they have to because they're, they're poor recruiting classes last season. Um, players maybe that are more high profile, not wanting to come here just from an outsider's perspective. Right. Uh, so as of right now, good to have another body on the team, uh, having a solid season at the junior college level, hopefully he can come produce for us at the power five level. Yeah. And like you mentioned, not every single community or not community college, a junior college transfer is going to be a stud for every Rashad white. There's 10 Jamarcus Rhodes. I don't know if you remember Jamarcus Rhodes. He was, he was a pretty nice coveted 
junior college defensive back, ironically, who came to Arizona State, and he he was okay. He d- he didn't translate into that Rashad White or Jalen Strong transfer that we were hoping for, and that's okay because majority of the time that's that's not going to be the case. That's not sure. that's not what's going to happen. But here's hoping that Tariq Luckett can find some success with the Sun Devils. What I'm happy about Connor is it's more bodies to a secondary with a lot of question marks. So yep. what I will, what I'll preface this with is Tariq Luckett needs to earn himself a starting role. He shouldn't be one of those guys where he's in the building. And now, now because we don't have a lot of depth, he's instantly a starter for us. That shouldn't be the case. Instead, he should be one of those guys who needs to compete for his position. And you're giving yourselves like more, more darts to throw at the dartboard. Personally. Yes. That is a, that's an absolutely great metaphor, Connor. I'm very proud of you. Little round of applause for you. Little golf clap. Thanks. That is, that is a really good comparison, though. Is you're getting your yourself more guys, more opportunities to try and not fix the secondary, but reload the secondary. Right? It's it's more it's more opportunities uh, presented, not just for the team, but for these youngsters as well. Because right now there's there is no Locked in guys. It's Jordan Clark. That's, That's about, about it. it. Yeah. Even these safeties that are transferring in do not have lockdown positions. So it, it's opportunity. I, I've said that like 20 times, but it truly is opportunity for these guys to earn roles. And it's opportunity for the Sun Devils football team to hopefully hit on a few more of these guys. I think overall, like, with how solid the secondary was last year, we can probably safely assume they're not going to be as good as what they were. And that's no disrespect to any of these players. You just had some solid talent in Jack Jones and Chase Lucas and Evan Fields, uh, as well as Pierce. So, I, I mean, and then you had the depth of like a Tommy Hill or Jordan Clark, right? To where Clark's not necessarily having to be the number one guy. Uh, the that being said... That being, yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, Markham, both the Markham players. Uh, That being said, this doesn't mean they can't play okay. It doesn't mean they can't play well as far as Pac-12 standards go. As of right now, I just, I will be reserved until I see it on the football field for the secondary moving forward. I think that's totally fair. So what I do like, sorry, one more point. What I do like about uh, Luckett is he's got some size to him too. Well, he's only 180, so he's got kind of a thin frame. He does have some pretty good height at six foot. His what six three? Yeah. So that's some pretty good height. The cornerback position, uh, something that I'm not really sure we have very much of on the roster at all. He's actually Which not that height. Everything. He's bulked up a little bit since his time over at Cisco. He's actually okay. up to 205 now. Okay, and I mean you had guys like uh, um, uh, Jack Jones who played closer to that 190, 195 kind of frame, right? So it, oh, yeah. it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that it can't be done. And there's plenty of examples of that, even in the NFL. I, I shouldn't say plenty, but there are examples of those 5'10", 195, 200-pound corners uh, out there. So it can be done, but you also see on the other side, you see some taller guys as of late as well. Uh, so nice to be able to see some uh, some height in that secondary too. Yeah, the corner is so interesting because it feels like your your body build, it, compared to other positions, can be a little overrated. Like, you could be a 6'3 corner, 200 pounds, and not be uh, very, very sticky in coverage. And you see 5'9 corners who are somehow able to hang with 6'2, 6'3 receivers. So it's just a matter of the mentality. And we're hoping that Luckett brings that 
alpha mentality to this secondary, especially with a secondary that's looking to really reestablish itself and have that top dog mentality. How uh, how tall is Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame? What's the dude like six four? Six four. Yeah, something stupid. He's a and unicorn. You have like a. Granted, they're playing different safety positions, but comparing him to like a, a Buddha Baker, who's like a 5'10", 5'11", both still playing safeties, right? Potentially both at the NFL three level. Three safeties. That's the freaky part. Hamilton's not a strong safety? No. Oh, Dude, wow. rangy. I'm te- <laughs> like I said, he's a unicorn. You don't see these guys come around very often. Like, it, just the combination of size, playmaking ability, athleticism, it's insane. And he's got it between the ears, too. So, yeah, but anyways, this isn't a locked on fighting Irish podcast. This is the locked on Sun Devils podcast. Speaking of which, thank you guys so much for joining us for this Friday edition of the locked on Sun Devils podcast. Remember that this is a podcast that is free and available on all platforms, whether that be Google podcast, Apple podcast, Spotify, the Odyssey app, wherever you get your podcasts and an audio platform. We're there Monday through Friday with the best Arizona State Sun Devils content in the whole wide world. We're also available on YouTube if you want to subscribe and let us know that you love seeing our beautiful faces as we talk everything Arizona State. Make sure you follow us on Twitter as well. Myself at RichieBrad36, Connor at Cedrios, and the podcast as well at LO underscore Sundevils. Go ahead and make your second listen now, Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis from Lee Sterling, just like the Locked on Sundevils. It is free and available on all platforms. And until next time, ASU Sun Devil fans, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.